Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, all over the world. Good morning. It is Monday here you. on Church Boy uh, Confessions. Uh. He will direct your path. So what's there to fear again? Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. Thank you so much for tuning in once again to the Church Boy Confessions podcast. Um, I'm your host, Emmanuel Hecke. Sorry, I have like, I've been having like mad allergies so if I sound like congested on here, I truly do apologize. I'm not sick with all due respect. You need to know I'm not sick because we're going to turn up this this next weekend. But um, nevertheless, you know, this is a kind of like a different setup that I got going here today. I am on my bed. Like I said, I'm not sick. I'm not bedridden. I just want something different. You know what I'm saying? Um, I have been tired, though, y'all. And we're going to talk about it today. This is not going to be a long episode. At least I don't expect it to be a long episode. You know, I don't have a whole bulleted list of all the things I want to talk about and all the points and all the different stuff. Um, I have been running around, you know, L.A., Los, um, LA I said L.A., Los Angeles, San Diego, L.A., getting everything prepared for UA Day. Um, that's taken a lot of my energy. Um, that's taken a lot of my time. Um, and I've, I've also been, and what we're going to talk about today is I have been in spiritual warfare. Now, I've talked about spiritual warfare before, but I really want to like talk about that more today. Um, so I, I don't have a lot to say, but I, I knew I, I didn't want to just like put like a archive episode on here like I did last week again. I wanted to come up and like talk about it and just be vulnerable, man. I'm tired, you know, and so forgive me for like, you know, I'm still dripped up, um, but, you know, I just wanted to try something new um, just to like, you know, help me. So I'm on my bed. I'm not in front of my desk, which is just like right over here. But I am wearing this unassociated T-shirt that we are going to be releasing at UA Day exclusively. Um, Hopefully, you know, if nothing, you know, if we have more after that, then, of course, we would. um, Well, we will be. I think we we, we definitely have enough to where we're going to be having like uh, we're going to be able to sell online afterwards. But we have this nice uh, T-shirt It's very much college inspired, um, which I mean, I think was just really fitting and we wanted to make some type of community shirt for all of us you know everybody that's in our community so you can grab one this is definitely going to be cheaper than you know any other shirt that we've made before because we wanted to make sure it was just more accessible man we want you know people in our community to have this shirt really just just like like you sporting your college you sporting you know this ministry and stuff like that if if it's been an impact to you in any way shape or form so we're going to be selling these at ua day um and then we're going to be selling them online for anybody that couldn't make it to UA Day. So that's just kind of like a quick plug. But UA Day is this upcoming week. It has been a lot of work to go into it. Um, and I have been under spiritual warfare, like I said. And we're going to talk about spiritual warfare today. All right. Um, I'll be honest with you, man. Like, like I said, you know, with planning everything is one thing. You know, the physical problems is one thing, you know, but... I feel like, I mean, obviously, as we're in a more and more secular world, we do not talk about the spiritual realm enough. I'll be honest with you, man. There are a lot of times where I get discouraged. And we just had our Bible study on discouragement. And it really helped me because I get discouraged a lot. And last week, I was very much discouraged to the point where, like, man, I don't want to get too, like, deep into that, but, like, it just kind of came out of nowhere, and it really, it really had me paralyzed, you know, 
that discouragement had me paralyzed last week and I, and I didn't really tell anybody about what I was going through until I just talked to my sister um yesterday and um you know I, I was feeling like God let me down I was feeling like God like the promises that he's told me it was just one of those moments where like the promises that he's told me how come they not come to pass I'm the type of person that every now and then, you know, I tell myself that I'm serving God because I love him and all I just want to do is be in his presence. But the reality is sometimes I'm expecting something from God and I'm doing things because I know that God's going to give me something. And I know that that sounds really weird, but you know, you have that one verse in Hebrews that says that whoever comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So I'm not sure that it's always bad to expect something great from the great provider. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, when I don't get that thing, I get really tired and I get really discouraged and I get very weary in well-doing. And I know Galatians chapter 6 verse 9 where it says, don't get weary in well-doing for in due season you shall surely reap. But what happens when you're season? So many times, season after season after season after season, I have been expecting God to come through. God to give me this thing that I have been working for for so long. And it just hasn't come through. Just hasn't come. Why? And I see other people get it. I see other people achieve it. I see other people prosperous in it. And I ask myself, why? What, what does it mean? And you know, and I'll even brainstorm to myself and I'll pray about it. I'll say, search me and know me, oh God. What is the sin in me? What is the thing in me? What do I have to cut off? What do I have to do? What am I doing wrong that you've decided for this not to be my time? And that thought process reached this boiling point it reached this boiling point and that's when the discouragement crept in so slyly and paralyzed me man it's real you know i want to say that i've reached a level of maturity in my faith where I'm, I'm not so easily stirred but i'm not gonna lie this was one of those things where it's just like man you really like i was praying and fasting that day and then after I finished praying and fasting, boom, the discouragement just took me up. I was like, man, I should be better than that, you know. But I fell, you know what I'm saying? I fell into it. It's funny because, you know, I took a break. Sorry. That's Alexa. I'll, I'll edit that out. You know, um, last week I didn't have the episode up because I took a break. I had some PTO um, and Alexa stop. So last week, you guys had um, this archived episode, right? Because I took a break, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wanted to take a break. I went. I had some PTO, so I decided to take a break from both unassociated stuff and work stuff to just really just regroup, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I do a lot. I just wanted to, to have some time to regroup, right? Um, and what's funny is, you know, I had... we. Like the episode before that, I talked about how it's important to take rest. And then I got a, a comment on one of the TikTok posts that said, OK, well, um, when we take that rest, like what in it was in essence, it was saying, like, how do you not get too comfortable in that rest and like come back? And I gave an answer. You know what I'm saying? I said, you know what? You know, we ought to use our gifts for God. And like, you know, one day we'll be in heaven and that's going to be the ultimate rest. And I gave that strong ministerial you know, doctrine-based back uh, answer, whatnot. 
Um, but interestingly enough, you know what I'm saying? When I got to the end of, of my break that I took, I can't say that I wasn't very comfortable and it was hard for me to get back to working, hard for me to get back to toiling, hard for me to get back to all the things that I needed to do in a day and a week and so on and so forth. And, um, man, you know what I'm saying? I, I just had these thoughts of failure, these thoughts of what's the use, these thoughts of, man, I'm so tired of this, these thoughts of, you know, just, man, what will my life be if I made this decision or that decision and so on and so forth. And, you know, um, last Friday is when I had this communion with the Lord, because although I was unsatisfied with him, you know, I, I still decided to have that communion that morning because at the end of the day, I've already made my decision on who I'm going to follow. So even when I when I feel upset with God, even when he does something that I don't like and so on, I've made my decision on who I'm going to follow. So even though I was feeling very discouraged and I had the enemies telling me, you know what, God is letting you down. God's not bringing a season, so on and so forth, so on and so forth. There's a part of me that's always going to know the truth and there's a part of me that's always going to go to God when I'm feeling low. Because he's my refuge and I made that decision. I'm not going back on that decision. Trust me. So I got up that morning and I went before God. You know, like Habakkuk did. You know what I'm saying? When he was so frustrated with all the unrighteousness, all the unrighteous people that were prospering. So he said, you know what? I'm going to talk to God. I'm saying I'm going to sit on this tower and I'm going to wait for him to give me an answer. And then I'm going to figure out what I'm going to respond to that answer. So like Habakkuk, I got up that morning. And I had my morning devotion and I started going through, I started Googling stuff. For in, my, in my devotion, I Google things. When I don't know something, I Google it. I'll research. I tell you, it's Bible study. And I, and I stumbled upon this, um, this article by Desiring God. It's, it's ran by John Piper. And I forgot exactly what the person was asking because I forgot what I actually typed in. But nevertheless, what was interesting in the article was how he said something like, whenever you have this spiritual warfare is what he said. Um, he said that you have to fight that spiritual warfare by using scripture, putting scripture over and against it. So then the points that the person was bringing to him in his question, what John Piper did in his response was take it, dissect it part by part, and then add a scripture to refute each of the things that um, the question had, each point in the question. And just that right there, one, him calling what the person was going through spiritual warfare because um, I think it had something to do with discouragement. And then two, him using scripture over and against every point in the person's question. That was what I needed. And it very much inspired me to be more intentional about what I was going through and how I was going to respond to it. Intentionality has been something I've been saying a lot. And, you know, I'm going to continue to say it because it's so very much important. Um, the first thing we need to understand whenever we are going through the spiritual warfare is the fact that we are indeed in spiritual warfare. I know that that's not really something that my generation likes to talk about because whenever somebody says spiritual warfare and starts talking about how they're being harassed by dark forces and powers and principalities, the rest of the world looks at you really stupid and wants to call you a fool. For me, myself, I'm getting used to being called a fool. I, even I don't know, maybe I like it a little bit. You know, because even in Matthew chapter 11, Jesus says that, thank you, Father, that you didn't show these things to the people who think that they're wise, but you show them to the little children or you show them to the people who other people will call them fools. So maybe I'm OK with being called a fool. Maybe we should all be OK with being called a fool, because reality is if being a fool means that I can't that I can't acknowledge or I acknowledge that we are in spiritual warfare and I need to fight the spiritual with the spiritual, then call me a fool then. 
And I recognize it was spiritual warfare because we have to understand what does it say in Ephesians? Ephesians chapter six, verse 12, it says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against uh, principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. A lot of us don't acknowledge that. A lot of us don't acknowledge that the real enemy that we have in this life is spiritual before it is physical. That is happening in the spiritual before it happens in the physical. The physical is the manifestation of what's going on. It's the product. A lot of times we feel this, this discouragement and this, this bringing down of our, um, how does the Bible say it? <laughs> uh, bringing down of our countenance. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to act like everything is spiritual because there are some things that, you know, you can take your medicine, you can take all the different stuff, but then there are some things that it is spiritual. Don't get it twisted. There is some depression that is spiritual. I'm not saying the clinically when you take your medicine, sure, take your medicine. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that some of the fights that we go through, the discouragement, the sadness, the bringing down, all of that stuff, it's some spiritual stuff. And there's ways to combat that. That the physical cannot combat that. You know what I'm saying? Like demons, <laughs> dark powers, Satan. We have to acknowledge that. We need to understand that our life is a battlefield as believers. It truly is. I mean, everybody's life is a battlefield, but we as believers even more so because, you know, we are a threat to the enemy and the enemy's agenda. Um, but I want to read Ephesians chapter 6 as it talks about spiritual warfare. Excuse me. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10. And I'm going to read all the way to verse 19. Um, it says, finally, my brethren, be strong and in the, be strong. I'm sorry. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. For, but, oh my gosh, let me start all over here. <laughs> verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Even just right there. The reason why we put on the whole armor of God in order to withstand the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, what we just read, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age, um, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, take the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always and with uh, always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this day, to this end, with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. And for me, that utterance may be given um, to me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I'm ambassador in chains that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak may God bless hearing reading and saying of his word in Jesus name amen I, I snuck verse 19 and 20 in there I didn't need to read those but what this whole passage is talking about is spiritual warfare how we ought to fight spiritual warfare all of these parts of the gospel of armor is really to say that we fight that spiritual warfare with our communion with Christ, man. 
We fight our spiritual warfare with the truth that is the word of God. We fight that spiritual warfare with righteousness that we have through Christ. We fight that spiritual warfare with the truth of the gospel, with the peace that it brings. We fight that spiritual warfare with that faith to believe and trust in God, even when everything looks like that's not the smartest thing to do, but that's what we do anyways, and so on and so on and so on. There's a lot of intentionality that ought to go into this 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 battlefield, this war that we have with the with the spiritual warfare that we have with dark forces, dark spiritual forces. I know I sound like a character in Harry Potter or whatever, but I don't care. It's real stuff, man. And I'm not saying that you need to go out. You know, there's some people that go to the point where they try to, like, memorize different types of demons and stuff like that. You ain't got to do all that, bro. All you got to know is that that one's not of God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whether it's that demon or not. As long as you call in the name of Jesus, that demon should flee in the mighty name of Jesus. So we don't need to memorize names. We don't need to memorize their origins and all different stuff. We don't need to know nothing about them other than the fact that we know that they're not of God. So we pray in Jesus' name that they be bound and cast. But you got to be intentional. Back to that point about what I was saying with John Piper talking about we have to put um, we have to put scripture over and against over and against the lies of Satan. You know, I started to, you know, list the things that I was going through. And then I started to pull the verses that were going to help me to go um, to. I was I was pulling the verses that I would use to go over and against the lies of Satan. If I could find my journal, let me get my journal real quick. Hold on. All right, so peep, I have verses on here. I had Numbers 23, verse 19. It says, God is not a man that he should lie. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm paraphrasing these because I just be writing notes in my notes. Like, I don't write out the whole verses. But God is not a man that he should lie. He's not a man that he should repent. He Has he that said, will he not also do? Like, you know what I'm saying? Will God not do something that he said that he will do? Um, Psalms 125 talks about how just like mountains surround Jerusalem, God surrounds his people forever. Isaiah 26, verse 3, this is one of my favorite verses in the entire Bible. He keeps those um, in perfect peace whose minds are stayed on him. Um, Philippians 4, 6 says, be anxious for nothing. Anxiety is something that I typically deal with, but I'm even binding and casting whatever spirit of anxiety in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm binding and casting it right now. Hmm. Be anxious for nothing. This one, this one verse has really been helping. Be anxious for nothing, but through prayer, petitions, and thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Let God know. There's peace in knowing that God knows what you're going through. And then what it says is that the peace of God that surpasses all understanding, this is the part that stood out to me this time, will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Guard. The guard for your mind is Jesus, is God himself in Christ Jesus. That's what happens when you make your request known unto him. Of course, when you do that with faith. 
And Isaiah 55 verse 8 to 9 mentions how his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are higher than ours. Man. And just like when the rain goes down, it doesn't just return. But no, it gives water to, to the crops and bread to the eater. God's word does not. He sends it out, but it, don't, it won't return onto him void. No. It has to accomplish what he's sending out to. I know that God has given me promises. I know that God has given me things that must come to pass before I leave this earth. And it's going to come to pass. Mark my words. What's today's date? Today is August 15th, 2022. Mark my words. You will see the day when I get on this podcast and I tell you what God told me and how it came to fruition. You will see the day. Mark my words. Spiritual warfare is real, ladies and gentlemen. I know I said this is going to be a quick episode, but then, you know, it just started. I just started going this way. But spiritual warfare is real. Moral of the story is this. Spiritual warfare is real. We have to stop being scared. We have to stop acting like it doesn't exist. We have to stop acting like the spiritual realm does not exist. And you need to pick up your Bible. You need to pick up your notebook. You need to get your verses that you are going to, the truths that you are going to combat the lies with. You need to pray and fast. If you do not pray and fast, you need to pray and fast. You need community. If you need, if you do not go to church today, find a church. Put all, Drop everything else and f- make that your initiative to find a church that preaches sound doctrine. Not the one that just makes you feel good, but that preaches sound doctrine. And what do you need from us? And that's how I end this episode. I want you guys, if you're watching this, I want you to, whether it's commenting on Instagram or DMing us on Instagram, whether it's commenting here on YouTube, commenting, or oh, yeah, you can't comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. But I want feedback. I please do not just watch this episode and then just don't say anything. If God has put something on your heart, what can unassociated do to help you? There's been ideas of making a Discord. There's been ideas of making some type of chat. Maybe it's Maybe it's a community-wide fasting and prayer day. Maybe it's once a month we come together and we fast and pray. We already have our Bible study. Maybe it's a fasting and prayer day. Maybe it's a prayer conference call. What is it? I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you. What is it that you need? And we're going to listen. Because it's very important in this world that is slipping further and further and further and further and further and further from God. By the day, this world is so depraved. It's important for us as believers to come together and bind and cast. It's important for us as believers to come together and stand and stand to lift each other up, to help each other, to bear each other's burdens, to pray for each other, to bless each other, to speak over each other. We need it. Oh, my God. There are some people who have left the faith because they don't have it. But I love you guys. I'm not going anywhere. Don't worry. If that's ever come to your mind, I'm not going anywhere. Like I said, I have committed my life to Christ. Anything that God wants me to do, I'm going to do it. I might not be happy about it. 
I might not like how he does everything. I might not always agree with him. But I have submitted my life to him. I know that he knows better than me. So I just have to put my flesh under subjection. And I have to bind and cast all the evil spirits that want to influence me. I, you cling to Christ. I cling to my Father. And I shall stand. And you shall stand too. Let's pray. Father God, I pray for everyone that is listening, everyone that is watching. Those of us who have gone about this life thinking that every problem that we have is simply physical, is simply mental, that every problem that we have can be fixed with money or with medicine or with uh, uh, drugs, things to distract us, whatever. Father, we want to put on the whole gospel armor so we can withstand the wiles of Satan. Help us, Lord, to cling to you. Even in that spiritual warfare, those are the times when reading the Bible becomes even a bigger burden. Because the enemy knows that when we get a hold of those verses to combat his lies, he has no power. He has no chance. God, help us to understand and take it seriously. Help us to be intentional. Quicken our spirits, O oh God, to be strong, O oh God. To fight in this battlefield. Doesn't matter what people are saying. Doesn't matter how they're looking at us. Let, let us be fools to them. I'm ready to be a fool for you, O oh God. I'm ready to be a fool for you. I'm ready to not be able to relate to people because of my love for you. Hmm. Oh, my God. I'm ready to not be able to relate. I'm ready to not get invited to things. God, I'm ready. I'm ready to be the person. Hmm. I'm sorry. We are sorry for the ways that we've doubted you. For our unbelief. But make us stronger, oh God. Bless us. Shape us and mold us. Help us to be stronger. Help us to look unto you as, I, as our helper, as our hope, as our everything. Because that's what you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Man. I love you guys. Um, for everyone that has been rocking with this ministry from day one, from day two, from day 340, from day 590, even if you heard about this podcast this past week, I just want to thank you. If you heard about this ministry yesterday, <laughs> or maybe this is the first episode you ever watched, I want to thank you. I really do. It has been four years, man. August 26th will make it four years since we first launched www.unassociated.com. I want to say thank you to all of the team. And the team, of course, people have been in and out since the beginning. But to the current team, I so much want to say thank you for all your sacrifices, for your volunteering, for your love, um, for carrying this, this, this load with me. And to everyone else who has helped for a little while, <clears throat> for a lot of while, 
I just want to thank you if you made any type of uh, contribution, even past past team members. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. God's going to reward you and you're going to know that reward. There's going to be something that happens in your life. And I'm speaking this over you. There's going to be something that happens in your life. And you will know that this was my reward. Even And if it doesn't happen in your life, then it's even a bigger one is even going to come in the afterlife. But you're going to see something that says, ah, yes, this was because of my service for an associated. God has shown me favor in this. In Jesus' name, I speak that over your life. But thank you, everyone. I look forward to seeing as many as possible of you this Saturday. Um, and I'll talk to, the, to everybody else next Monday. Love you guys. Peace.